You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Ian, look at this. What, it's a police box. What on earth is he doing here? I mean, these things are usually on the street. I feel it. I feel it, you feel it? It's vibration. It's alive. Earth Station Fool, a fun mashup celebrating nearly 50 years of the Doctor Who universe. Hold tight. You never know where the TARDIS is going next. You're probably a bit confused right now. I broke the glass. It's all come back to me. This. What is this? That's my ship. What? Let me take it from the top. Hello. I'm the doctor. I'm a traveler in space and time. And that thing buried down there is called a TARDIS. Time and relative dimension in space. You're gonna love this. Sea Devil. That's impossible. Madame Shane! Paraquid! Where's the crew? That'll be yours. We don't stand a chance. Yes! Did you just stand up like this? You're like a kid sometimes. Thanks! Say hello to my crew. The world has been disrupted. Because of you. Because of what you unleashed. You want to create chaos. It is our time. Man the cannons. The ship is going down. Down! Hey there, Earth Station Who listeners. Welcome to the second to last episode with Jody as the Doctor. We are looking at legend of the sea devils it was interesting only the third time that we've actually got to see the sea devils on tv and it it's pretty interesting to think about because they are just about getting ready to celebrate their 50th anniversary and you know not to make anyone feel old or anything so you know wait it's, for that yeah exactly <laughs> you know what 56 what what are you doing now? I thought it was their 60th anniversary. Of not of the Sea Devils? No, you can't. Be. Oh, oh, the Sea Devils. Okay. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? No, yeah. I know Doctor Who's 60th anniversary is next year. That's next year. I was like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly. Well, so, technically, it's like their six, 60 millionth yeah, anniversary. Exactly. exactly. Depending on, you know, wibbly wobbly Tommy Warmy stuff. Uh-huh. But we're going to be talking all about the spring special of Doctor Who. And it was interesting because you got a kind of historical setting, maybe, um, with some legends. And it's going to be fun to see what our thoughts were for this, um, what you'd think about the Doctor, Yaz, who had some very touching moments in this one, and you also had Dan with a hook. So it'll be a lot of fun to talk all about this one. 
Of course, we'd like to, of course, welcome our folks listening and watching over on Facebook Live. Or if you're at home, hi, welcome. Everyone's waving because we're on video. So, you know, <laughs> it's kind of cool. We also got a great crew here to join us tonight. Uh, of course, you know, let's welcome first our regulars. Mr. Mike Gordon is here. Howdy. And Mary Ogle is here. Everybody, it is fantastic to be here. And we have a couple guests with us, of course. Our, she's becoming our new regular for all the video production we're doing. Let's welcome Melanie Dean. Hello, everybody. It is awesome to have you here. And coming to us, how do you guys want to be introduced? As Like from Earth Station Trek, from Monkeying Around, or Felt Nerdy, which, you know. All of the all above. All of the above. All <laughs> the above. <laughs> uh, Guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. <laughs> we have, of course, Charles and Veronica. Welcome, my friends. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us back. Yeah. Oh, oh it is. I was like trying to figure when I was putting this together who I would want to have on the show. And you guys were like first in mind. It was pretty oh, good. awesome. Yes. I and, thought you were going to say they weren't available. Um, <laughs> they all were not available. Ixnay so. on the Oxnay and then we'll be fine. You know, <laughs> download. Come on, folks. You know, you guys were my 55th choice. It's okay. You know, <laughs> but it, it's okay. But, you know, we love having you guys here and we love having you guys at home. You know, if you're on Facebook, please join in the chat. We're going to be doing some talking about the special and want to hear your thoughts and comments on it. It should be a ton of fun. And if, at home, of course, feedback at earthstationwho.com. If it's your first time listening to us, because we met a ton of folks when we were up at South Carolina Comic-Con, and we met a lot of Whovians. I was actually really surprised how many Whovians we found in South Carolina. And well, There was a doctor there, so... There was. It was pretty cool to see Sylvester and, you know, and it kind of ties in a little bit to the trailer that we'll talk about later, but we will be, you know, spoiling the hell out of this one. So if this is your first time listening, if welcome, if not, thank you for coming back. And folks, let's have fun with this one. You know, we're going to be talking a lot about it, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the really bad, you know, costumes but i mean the ideas for this will be very interesting and i'll be very curious to hear what folks are going to think about this one um we might as well jump off on the on the to it it actually did not do so hot in the ratings overnight oh. and everything um i think it we didn't pay attention to this no i know we don't pay attention to the ratings <laughs> but you know just overnight the overnight in the uk um, it came in eleventh place at the time slot, which is oh wow, wow, wow. which is that's low because that's isn't that like just barely under the number of channels that I was they have? Say, don't they have it on like five <laughs> it's channels? Like, like the left. <laughs> <laughs> and they were going up against Britain's Got Talent. Yep, exactly. Mm. And yeah. it's like nope, not gonna win. And it's nope. it's but it's interesting too because you know as we always like to say we never go by what the numbers. Or overnight because so many people do not watch it overnight or through TV mm -hmm. anymore. People stream, people watch it on demand, you know, all these DVR it, you know, there's so many different ways to watch this now. And so I usually throw those numbers out anyway because TV is not like it was 10 years ago where, you know, you had, you know, you had a DVR or you watched it live. Because, you know, that's the only options you had until it came out on DVD at that point. 
So, you know, it was just real interesting to see. But, you know, nowadays, you know, you have so many more options that, you know, it's hard to, to judge that kind of thing. So, you know, I would be I would be curious, you know, here in the States, it airs on BBC America, of course, and it airs twice. It airs in the afternoon because it simulcasts with uh, over there in Britain. And then also if they do a special edition uh, at night um, during prime time. So I'm kind of I'm, I do wonder whether more people either watch it live on either one or even recording it, DVR it, which one they which one they choose to do. Um, mine, you know, because I have it set up to just record anything new Doctor Who related, it usually nabs them both. Uh, but uh, I've watched the special edition the last two times. I've been you know, fooled me twice. Shame on me, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. Because uh, uh, so um, so now I just watch it. Uh, I just record the first one and then I rewatch it with subtitles because I need those because Dan's accent is too thick um, sometimes. Um, but uh, um, yeah, so I, I don't know. Uh, I'd be curious to see if what the BBC America, like what their numbers are regarding that as well. Yeah, because we watch it on Sling with BBC America. So because we don't have the cable with it. Um because cable with BBC America is ridiculously expensive and sling is cheaper. Um, so we DVR and kind of watch it live. I, I, I did <laughs> notice that one, one difference, which I find hilarious, is that in the British feed, uh, when they do the closed captions, with the sound of the TARDIS, they actually uh, type out uh, warp, you know, warp, uh, which, warp. Which, which, which is really cool. That's uh, awesome. And, and on BBC America, when I watch it with subtitles, it just says... Uh, TARDIS whirling. That's all. It, that's oh, that's the noise. Of it. So, so they don't even get the actual tar- TARDIS sound right. It's Americanized. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting too because you know I've I've saw it twice. I saw it on BBC America, and because we don't have cable either, we actually um, stream AMC Plus. So that's how mm-hmm. we get to watch it, and we got it you know, AMC plus free for like six months in through um, some Apple product we bought or something like that, if I remember. So it doesn't matter, but it's just interesting because it's the same way. Um, We watched it live and then the next day it's on demand. So we watched it a second time because we were fixing dinner and everything for when we were on Sunday. So we weren't able to pay full attention. And then we watched it last night before we recorded our station one and oh, I don't know if it held up did that well. The did second you like, time. so you liked it less the second time? Yeah. Kind of, sort of, <laughs> kind of, sort of. You can admit it. You can yeah, be it, Um, I thought the, I said the same thing about the new Harry Potter movie that we saw over the weekend, that the scenery was beautiful in this. I thought this, you know, the shots, the sets, was gorgeous. I really liked it. I loved what they did with the time stream. That was pretty darn amazing. You know, it's like, okay, this is where the budget's going. You know, with and but the costumes and the story was horrible, you know, and I'm just putting it out there right away. Um, there was some redeeming parts about it, but overall it was a typical Chibnall story. 
Did you notice the sea devil's mouth still don't move nope. in no. the new costumes? I'm glad they sound better than they did when, well, you that's, know. That's trying to keep with the original concept, Mary. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I noticed that the statue was very, very much like the classic sea devils. Mm-hmm. Yes. But when yes. they broke out, they were more modern. Arr, they look pretty old-fashioned sea devils to me. And the, their, their mouths sort of undulated a little bit, but I, I, I kind of like the, the goofy-looking robot. I mean, not robot, rubber monster heads. <laughs> so I, don't, I, I, I like the sea devils. I thought they were fun. Oh, I did too, and I was looking forward to seeing it, because on the last episode of Earth Station Who, we reviewed the Pertwee story where they first appeared. And it was a great master story. And the sea devils were kind of like side characters. And when they appeared the second time in the Peter Davison era, they kind of were side characters once again to the Solarians. I'm not sure they aren't still side characters even in this one. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I I could almost see that, Mary. I kind of agree with that. I mean, you still get no real backstory. You get some kind of lame exposition but you don't learn much about them they're just kind of cardboard villains. it would be you know now that we've established of course the solarians have more of a presence with doctor who but the sea devils exist as well it would be really cool i was thinking about this it would be really cool if at some point we travel back in earth's history when they both rule like how cool would that look like we've never cool. seen that before that would be amazing, um, and that would give you some sort of context as to why, you know, what they're trying to get back as far as their society and how things are and how, you know, we little, like, you know, hairless monkeys are just ruining everything. Because <laughs> they're not wrong about they that. They have a point there. <laughs> I was gonna say, they are so not wrong. We should be on their side. We should be rooting for them. Um, I actually think, looking at, uh, just judging by their look, I would say out of the three stories that we have of them in all of Doctor Who, they look the best here. Oh, oh yeah. agreed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we definitely agree oh, yeah. with that. So I will say that. And and that was, yeah, I didn't really have a problem with the way they looked. I thought they were really cool kind of looking. I thought that their eyes were really well done in that. Mm-hmm. Very they, much so. It, it was very simple. It was very simple. It was just, it, it could. I think it could have just been Chiron on. It was just black beadiness and then you saw the white around it and they'd move here and there yeah. mm-hmm. so if you really kind of start staring looking for a reflection and all that not gonna get it no but, not at all but but it was, but it was more int- movement and a little bit of little there was a little bit of blinking I, like, to, to his point with the the mouth undulated a little bit yeah so it kind of had that rubber feeling but at least with that little stone kind of glowing when he was talking kind of well that's the other modulator thing. i was like okay we're good that's i almost felt like they were maybe that was a translator or something but, right around yeah. that and that's how you were hearing his voice or something it was just mm-hmm. an idea no when i first saw the face and everything and saw the eyes and everything i kept on going through my head what's the matter davy you know from davy and go lie <laughs> Wow, talk about dating. I know, right? Oh, I know. But it looked just like the same type of character, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. And no, I agree completely. They looked they looked menacing in this. They you know, and I always thought, you know, CGI would go a long way with the sea devils. And, you know, I think, you know, especially the heads or something and have, you know, maybe more traditional bodies or something. But I know there's only so much budget that BBC will give 
Doctor Who. Right. Oh, yeah. And, and this aspect of using CG to elevate what's already there, I thought it was perfect. Yes. I mean, yeah. it's not mm-hmm. like blown away. Oh my, that was just the most amazing looking. No, because I, I, we will, we will go into, yeah, I probably will go into very great detail on where it failed in this episode. But for that to elevate what was going on, I was happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. based on how they looked, I thought they was they they got an upgrade. They still traditional, uh, still play homage to the traditional look of them, as well mm-hmm. as upgrading it, as well as they're a cool looking species that I wouldn't mind seeing in the future. I mean, they, yeah, they I look pretty like cool. I'd seeing them again. Yeah, I, I think they're pretty cool. I think they. As Mary pointed out, there's a, still a lot to explore with them. Or there's a they whole de- society. They deserve a good story. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. This is like the third, and and this might be, this might be my favorite of the three, actually, as far as uh, the story wise goes, because yeah. I do think they are, they are maybe not front and center, but they are certainly the driving force and the threat of of this uh, episode. So. Um, I don't find if the the main character, the the main the, the statue, the bad guy, I can't remember his name, but um, I don't know if I would put him among the best villains. But I mean, at least they do have agency in this one, whereas in the other two stories, they do not have as much. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Out of out of the ones we've seen, I, I would choose. I would say this is the best too. But I still think they have a long and, way yeah, to go. It's not a high bar to say this. Exactly. Is the best <laughs> yeah, this is really not. No, um, I love the the scenes with the sea dragon was pretty amazing. I thought yeah. that those were pretty was pretty well done, especially when you see it like out at sea and you see the fins coming up and everything. That mm-hmm. that part I did like, mm-hmm. and that uh, they kept it just as the shadow under it. But then I'm I, what happened to it? It just disappeared. Who it just disappeared. Knows? It, 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 it You don't okay, even curator. see. It, it but, grabs the TARDIS and almost swallows it. You don't even really see what happens. No. no that, that. that happens it just several times. Magically switches you... to another scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of magic switching of scenes in this one. And it Because it was funny when the, the, you, the scene you see, the TARDIS was in the dragon's mouth. Mm-hmm. And then it goes down into the ground and pulls it with it. And I was just like, when the next scene you see is the doctor and Yaz getting out of the TARDIS laying on its side. I was like, yeah. are they in the stomach of the dragon? You know, <laughs> I thought that at first too. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. And it was just like, what happened? Did it just go, I'm just going to carry it down Davy, and put it down here. You know, and that was my say- biggest gripe with this, this entire episode was, there's a lot of that jump editing mm-hmm. where I'm going, wait, what mm-hmm. happened? Did I miss something? And yes. did I looked at my drink? Did I? No, I was staring at the screen the entire time. And I'm I'm wondering is that the the director failing, or were they not given enough footage to work with because they were shooting during the pandemic? Or was or was oh, it a right. scene? Was it a scene that they by accident cut out or something? You know, because oh, you know it could have been ending. Yeah, by accident. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to give them some credit here, yeah. folks. By uh, the way, one point. I- Go ahead. So at one point I came back from commercials and, and Dan and his buddy were all of a sudden like working with the pirate queen. And I thought I'd fast forwarded through something by mistake. Nope. Like I, yeah. Because the sling interface is real choppy. And I was like, oh, I think I missed something. But I wonder if, I wonder if it's, are we getting the full thing? Are they cutting it down for the American broadcast? Mm-hmm. You, if, you okay. saw, if you saw it at the, what, the 210 version yeah. of it, that was the full version. Okay. Yeah, you you've seen that. it. I've seen enough general stories to know that. They, yeah, it's going to be choppy. <laughs> yeah. um, sorry, I just yeah. 
Any um, com- any comments in the Facebook group? I was just about to say uh, the only comment with, that we've gotten so far, and we've got like about you know a dozen people watching. So howdy everybody! Uh, thanks for watching. Um, someone asked about uh, if if the uh, Sea Devil uh, person had a, the captain or whatever had a name, the leader. Um, according it's to Chief Sea Devil, according to uh, Wikipedia, it is Marcissus. I don't know if that's actually in the story itself, but I don't think it is. Uh, no. It is. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's the one that's unleashed, um, trapped in stone, and then unleashed upon everybody. So uh, that's the only sea devil that I know of uh, that has a name. Uh, no, they. It's funny because in the cast they have it listed as Chief Sea Devil, Chief Sea yeah. Devil, and, so, and, yes. and then Sea Devil, Sea Devil, Sea Devil, Sea Devil. Sea devil. <laughs> it's like okay, but I know he was played by the same actor that was yeah. um, Istra. Exactly. It was pretty oh. awesome. So, exactly. They toned down his accent. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing a dog mask before. Here, now stick this Now on. stick this in. <laughs> it, would have been, it would have been fun if they pulled off the head. It's Karenista! <laughs> and everything. That would have been made it a fun episode. I'm here to protect you, human. <laughs> I don't like it, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was interesting. Um what did you guys think of the relationship between the doctor and the two companions in this one? Well she shot she yes, any kind down. of down. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think she had any relationship with Dan in this episode at all, hardly. Well Dan no. didn't even do that much. Dan was an oh, afterthought Dan. in this one. At one point, she left a century while he was wandering around in China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that was one of the big cuts. All of a sudden, they're, like, together and pointing swords at each other. Yeah. Exactly. And then the Doctor and Yaz are in the TARDIS, and the other guy and Dan are off on the beach about to yeah. swim out to the boat. And you're like, well, how did she get away? What? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or, I, I want to know how the Pirate Queen was able to tie them both up. I was just going down. there. I was by <laughs> herself. Just holding a sword. Yes. Well, you know, looking at the two of them at didn't i wasn't bothered by that at all i think she could take she could definitely take them both um, they probably tied each other up yeah you would have been better off just you know saying you know what no thanks i don't need a crew not with you two involved so i'm just gonna go off on my own and you guys can swim back to shore um, well i kind of i kind of figure that happened at the same time when when the doctor and yaz had had made that nice netting trap where all of a sudden it kind of closed over the chief sea devil and they, they were holding him. I'm like, yeah. oh, that must have been at that same point. Because when did y'all make a trap for this? Exactly. They don't show that at all. No. There just happened to be a fishing net right there. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Pull that rope right over there. <laughs> it's like, oh. uh, like My sister has a good theory. She commented on the, the Facebook group that the, the sea devil's, the sea monster's stomach is a port key. To the sea devil's lair. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's a tie-in. We oh, wasn't expecting. Solved. There's a lot of port keys in this this episode. Then, <laughs> yeah. wow. But yeah, it was there was just way too much jumping, and it it is very choppy. It very is. Choppy. It felt and, like and, that and, they had. Sorry. No, sorry. But, just real quick. Choppy and it didn't need to be. I mean, this is pretty much this is not an epic storyline. We're not retelling Flux here. Like this is a this is just a, should be a really simple story to tell, and yet it's full of all this choppy stuff. And I don't know why that is, um, because the premise again, 
I can't knock Chibnall on the premise. The premise of involving uh, the Pirate Queen and the Sea Devils is brilliant. Like, it just has so much potential. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Madam Ching is is a legendary figure that, you know, we saw already her character abused in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Like, yes. why, like let's, let's, let's see, like, a really cool depiction of her. And Crystal Yule does a great job at portraying her, I think. Oh, she was um, awesome. She it, was awesome. Yeah. But it's awesome. just... But it's not, it's just not, yeah, it's not good. I didn't, I didn't hate this story overall, but I didn't love it. It's just kind of there. It just kind of yeah. sits there for me. I wish it was better. Uh, I'm glad it's not worse. <laughs> so it's just kind of, <laughs> it's just kind of That's all we can ask the, for at this just, point. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I'm like, you know, as far as, you know, I know Chibnall bashing, you know, big time, but, you know, I call that a win as far as Chibnall story. <laughs> wow. And the the character of what was this Jai Hun, or the 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 pirate the original one who was tre- who had the treasure, yeah. and mm-hmm. being kept alive for two hundred and fifty years, why? You know there was no. I don't know about why, but we know they have the technology to do it. Sure, because, well, I, I think that's what they do, right? I they're, think they're... why was because they were trying to get the the treasure location out of him. Yeah. So every what right. every what fifty years they put up wake yeah, up they, human right. <laughs> they slap them around a little and then they, exactly. you know, he's kind of he's kind of like their like their Winter Soldier right they bring him out every once in a while let him breathe <laughs> yeah. let him get used to things and then like back oh are you gonna tell us nope back in you go like, <laughs> <laughs> where is the stone it, no I will not tell you bye bye and everything so <sighs> I did well, like that this was just a light hearted fun adventure story it wasn't trying to be the most important story ever told oh which, no way and i'm so burnt out on that because <laughs> Do- dr who not just dr who but star trek does it too where every season every story has to be rewriting history or the most fundamental thing you've ever seen you know like it has to be the most important thing you've ever watched but i like that this was just swashbuckling swashbuckling with sea devils on a pirate ship and you know it wasn't it wasn't trying to be more than that yeah i mean i i would say i still found it entertaining I mean, for me, it was kind of a middle of the road Doctor Who story. Mm-hmm. Sure, I, I agree we've seen too. much worse. How's that for a compliment? <laughs> well, <sure. laughs> we've seen better. We've seen worse, right? Yes. Um, according to the uh, comments, uh, Keith says great um, crossover idea, um, and he said uh, Matt Sweatman says after seeing our flags means death. I kept expecting to see Rice Darby or Taika Waititi show up. Um, that would have been a great crossover, sure. Um, and uh, yeah, it's pretty standalone. Most people wanted more than that. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp's not doing anything. He could have showed up as Captain Jack. <laughs> uh, he, he's he is doing something. Yeah, I saw him testify. He's, he's not working. <laughs> yeah. He's testifying now, so so he's a bit busy. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, I think he's been removed from too many other franchises for him to start another one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he wouldn't be starting. He'd be continuing yo ho ho, you know. <laughs> so it could have been. It would be interesting to see, you know, some of the if the, they would have touched on the Solarians or they would have touched on. And, you know, the doctor even asked, what are you doing here? Why are you here? And he never got answered. I've never got answered at all. Mm-hmm. And even the, the chief sea devil, when he got rescued by the other sea devils when they came up on the boat and 
they ba- he basically thank you for waking from your slumber. So have they been all in suspended animation until he was awoken? That's what it sounded like. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that was weird. Um, because we got the impression that I don't know why, but he was around before humans got the, who had that treasure or whatever that gem trapped him, right? And so yes. once he was freed, he was out for revenge. You know, the typical sea devils thing. We want the we want the earth back for ourselves that kind of thing i got the plot i got his act i got his story it wasn't really well planned out and and explained but i got enough of it to know exactly what his motivations were but i didn't um you You know there there could have been more there yeah i didn't really care you know like yeah that's true um and how like all the there's a lot of stuff that's missing like so yeah so why did he why was he out in the first place was he discovered what happened you know there's all that stuff one thing I, you know, I'm bashing, I'm bashing, I'm bashing. One thing I really, really, really liked, though, was that the doctor and Yaz were like, well, let's just go to where the, tre- tre- we know the treasure is before it was lost. <laughs> we'll go back in time because we have a, oh, time machine, which we hardly <laughs> ever use for things like this. We'll go back to, to find out where the treasure was last seen and then figure out what was, what was happening. I love that the doctor doesn't do that enough no no Mm -hmm. exactly one of the other scenes though is when they landed on the bottom of the ocean and they opened the door and of course there was an air bubble or pocket around it and -hmm. because they've done that in the fifth doctor era they landed in the bottom of the thing of the thames and the doctor was just like oh peter davis says i can't open the doors here because you know if i open the doors i could empty the river out you know basically Mm -hmm. because it would just all end up in the tardis it's so big and you know why you know it's like same technology they could have a romantic moment hasn't had the doctor. Peter Davison didn't. The doctor didn't want to have a romantic moment with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Not with those three. No. 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 Um, we had to have uh, some longing glances and pining. Uh, our good friend Mark Heffernan says, I've always been a sucker for historical pieces in Doctor Who, and I thought this was an enjoyable episode. Eva Daleks, though, was definitely a better one. Okay. I agree. I agree with that. But, uh, I just have that feeling for this episode that they probably wrote this to be a special length, like a, an hour, hour 15, you know, that they had that nice look, we're going to make this nice and long. And then they realized, oh, like, we only have the money for 47 minutes. So, and we don't have the time getting. to rewrite. So what chunks would you like to just ch- chunk, you know, remove? And what are we just going to shoot? And we'll just edit it together. I, I just, Yeah. Come on, I, I know I Chip is a better writer. As much as I know, I can I can go off on that man. I know he's a better writer than that. So with all these little edits, that just makes me just I, I just feel like there's so much more of these little parts of the plot that were missing. Like the like him being frozen for centuries, for him to all of a sudden just kind of show up. That almost that felt like 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 almost like a cliffhanger that you would have right in front of a commercial break where you'd kind of go. Oh, Oh my goodness! Or, or even when he realizes that uh, the other, other gentleman that was with Dan the entire time, where he was holding the little yellow stone, and it's like the you are my you're the descendant of blah 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 blah. It just seemed like that was very poignant, and then they had shot that you know yes that's his line, but it was just so quickly thrown in there. I'm kind of like that was 
kind of rushed. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was very so, rushed. The script could have used a different a def, definitely a few more passes. Uh it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like two people were writing this. Uh or no. at least not in the same universe. Uh, no. <laughs> uh one comment we have from Matt says, So glad they put the Yaz romance to bed, so to speak. So that's a great segue into did they? <laughs> like I, mm-hmm. I don't feel like they did um and i was not of course i'm not a fan of it period not because i don't believe in doctor companion romances i know a lot of people don't believe in that i don't i personally don't have a problem with that i just find that that's the only feel reason that's the only thing they way they feel that they can make yaz interesting and that's a horrible crutch and uh she's better than that or she should be and uh, I don't think this episode did her any favors either. No, it's almost like they tried to turn her in, into Martha in the sense of the unrequited <laughs> love storyline yeah. that was very unfortunate in Martha's era. Yes. But even um, then, it's like they wanted to, they, they rushed quickly in unrequited love, and now suddenly it is possibly requited love and it still feels crazily rushed Mm -hmm. yes well yeah well i think it just came out of nowhere Mm -hmm. (laughs) it just showed up all of a sudden and then and then it's killed all of a sudden you know there's no emotional resonance there and i think that's a problem with a lot of general stories is there's no underlying emotional resonance that it is just See, just going from one scene to another we just got to get through i got step one step two step three step four and there's nothing underlying it there's no infrastructure and so it just kind of all crumbles yeah um uh you mentioned um uh, Jin, hi, uh sorry is it jai hun right jai hun, um yeah. yeah um his sacrifice felt lazy and empty yes mm-hmm. oh because oh. you don't get to know him at all no no you don't I've been around the thousands of years so not as cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it's just yeah i just uh and that's and that's that's a perfect example of what mary's talking about because it's like he's going through these motions he's writing these things but they don't and the actors are doing what they can whatever they can bring to it they're trying um and i think that's what i've been really impressed with the last few the last certainly these last specials with jody's performance because man she is putting it all out there mm-hmm. she is putting it all out there and she's been more compelling as a doctor than i've than than she was in the beginning in my opinion and it's a shame that she is going away and it's a shame that she had didn't have anybody better to to help her with uh her stories mm-hmm. no i She's the one point in this that I can't complain about. You know, the writing was not very strong, but she put everything into it. She was awesome. And it it was even a little more exciting for me to know she was doing a lot of her own stunts in this one, too, which is pretty cool. And, you know, like when she slid down the boat and everything, the side of it and everything, they were like, oh, we don't want you to do that. You know, there's a pretty big drop on the other side. She says, ah, I'll do it. And she says, after she made it down, you're right. That was a big jump down on that side. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like, yeah. But no, it was, it was, she's great. I love her as the doctor. And I would so love to see her further as under RTD or, you know, whoever, you know, whatever comes next. And I would just love to see 
you know, giving her, you know, a true experience and everything. And it sucks to see the bashers, you know, just shows how bad she is, blah, blah, blah. No, she's not. She isn't. She's the strong point on the show. And I never said that about Colin. I never said that, you know, during the Peter Davison era. Oh, I love the doctor. I love what he's doing. No, I didn't. But Jody, I think, is doing an amazing job. And, you know, she's she's taking poop and making it into bronze because it's not gold. It is not gold. It will <laughs> never be gold <laughs> and everything. But she's taking it and putting her heart into it. And you could tell. Yeah. I mean, it says more about her as an actress that she's able to do as much as she has with what she was given because she's been given very little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's something you need from the doctor. I mean, that often the doctor, I mean, even in the past, had bad scripts and, you know, bubble monsters coming after them. <laughs> and it's the doctor's job to sell it. You know, John Pertwee's got to pretend like this thing waddling towards him is the most terrifying thing he's ever seen. And it's the same now. I mean, the special effects are better, but you, you get a bad script or you get a, a rough episode. And it's up to the doctor. To, that's the, the core of the show. That's, you know, it's her job to sell us on it. I think she does a great job of that. Yeah. The one line I loved in this. Sea devil, land parasite. Yes. <laughs> right off the bat, dispense with the calling of names. Exactly, <laughs> that was just awesome. I did think that was that was funny. It was uh, to me that was one of the best lines in the show, and it, it came early. By the way, on your on your just uh, recent rant there, uh, Mike uh, Tom says you're my hero, Mike favorite, oh. and Matt says let's not call him Bash. Uh, plenty of time for that when you review his stories. Okay, true. <laughs> You're right. You're right. And we've met Colin multiple times, and he's a, an amazing man. And he's been vindicated because of Big Finish. And, oh, yes. amazing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm hoping Jody's doctor will do the same. And, you know, she's already said, you know, she wants to come back already as the doctor in audio adventures and such. And so I'm saying bring it on as long as Chipnell's not involved. I want to see it or listen to it. <laughs> she's already done an audio adventure. because Yeah, I was about to say, isn't there podcast. an audio thing she's doing? Yes, yeah. there's a podcast that she's mm-hmm. on. That's a Doctor Who story. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And, you know, bring it on, you know, as long as Chris is not involved with it. I'm there. <laughs> Big Finish has good writing, and that's been the the for not even Jody's you know run, even Capaldi's run was a lot of that was writing, writing. The the complaint from most fans was writing, at least here. So yeah, going to Big Finish, it's like finally getting the, these actors to get go, to be able to perform with good writing based on their character for their characters. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it gives depth to their characters and such, and you know. I'm not 100% sure if when they get to Big Finish, I want to see Dan or Yaz with her. You know, I want to see her with other characters or, or so, mm-hmm. and such. Or at least give them something to do. But, you know, or as Graham, you know, there's always Graham fellows. I want to see, there. of course, I want to see Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his own series. Yeah, that's, right. I mean, I think we're, yeah, we're all agreed on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would all like to have more Torchwood Graham. Yaz. <laughs> Him and Captain Jack uh, all the way. They I'd should like put to Graham see in class. That would have saved that show. 
No. No. Really? No. no, no. Actually, no. I'm not sure anything. <laughs> no. Sorry. No. I'm not agreeing with you on that one. I couldn't finish the first episode of that. <laughs> I don't think you were alone, dear. <laughs> really? <laughs> you didn't miss many episodes. It didn't go very long. Nope. <laughs> <sighs> Gosh. Um, but you know what, folks? I think, you know... It's still new Doctor Who, and mm-hmm. we got it. Oh. Now we have to wait six months, folks, for Boo. new Doctor Who to show. Because I think they said October 18th is the um, next episode. and Because that's the 100th anniversary of BBC. Oh, wow. And so mm-hmm. we have literally six months. You know, because oh. we're recording this on the 19th of April. So, mm-hmm. you know... We also have another anniversary that I'll talk about at the end of the show um, that, you know, we have to bow our heads to. So, um, but we won't, I don't want to talk about it yet. Um, But overall, I think, you know, I think some of the things were forced. I thought the whole thing with Yaz, you know, bullying Dan, you know, into, oh, you got to wear the the frilly pirate well, That was actually just kind of distasteful. It, it was. was it was now. stupid. And, and she said, and, he, and she was like, at least he didn't bring the hook. And he brought the hook. You know, it's like, really? It mm-hmm. reminded me of Back to the Future 3 yep. with uh, Marty <laughs> yes. wearing the, you know, what the 50s talk cowboys looked like. Mm-hmm. And her, That's what I thought. It's like, is Dan blind? He can't see what Yaz and the doctor are wearing. That clearly it has the the, the traditional Chinese patterns or, or at least the fabric in it. He, he can't tell the difference between that and a pirate costume. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It was, it, it was and Dan's kind of a history nerd, at least for Liverpool. Yes. I mean, he's hanging out in the museum all the time, giving yeah. tours. And he does so. recognize yeah, some of the, the no pirate sense. characters in this. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I mean, he's not completely mm-hmm. an idiot. Uh, but yeah, he's treated as a stooge, of course. And yeah, that's, that's, that's lazy and cheap too. No, it was. And was like, oh, the kids will love it. He'll be dressed like, you know, something out of Peter Pan. Uh, really? And, and everything. I want to know where they were trying to go. Cause the doctor said they were off by 400 years and they were in 1807 and it was just like, Okay. Trying to go to the beach. Exactly. Yeah. But a beach in China? Yeah. Because again, what they were wearing, and I wasn't necessarily beachwear. Yeah. It. I wouldn't think that's what they would wear at the beach in the 21st century. You know. Yeah. So, it's just like, it 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 just didn't make sense, folks. Yeah. There was just. I did. I did like Jody's outfit, though. Oh, she looked great. Oh, yeah. No. Um, and then she still wore her boots. I love looked, that. She looked yes. more comfortable in this story than <laughs> in any other story that she's done. <laughs> yeah. No, and it was it was interesting because, you know, the costumes were great. I will say that. I thought, you know, whoever did the costumes for this, thumbs up. But, you know, I liked, you know, the villagers. I loved, you know, what the pirate was wearing. I liked what, you know, the ancient pirate was wearing. Even what the mm-hmm. sea devils were wearing was kind of cool. But it didn't make sense that they were wearing, you know, buccaneer outfits where, you know, why are they dressing like humans? You know, they're supposed to be anti, you know, you know, land dwellers. Wouldn't they be wearing whatever tunics or whatever they were wearing instead, you know? Which fishnet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, lots of you know, fishnet. lots of fishnets. 
And it was just, it was just really not smart on that part. And I could see, you know, they hijacked the ship for fear to scare the humans. That makes sense and everything, you know, like the flying Dutchman type thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I thought it was a cool effect the first time I saw it. And, you know, after that, it was just, you know, it looked like they took parts from the TARDIS and made it into the, the console for the uh, Sea Devils. It's just like, okay. Yeah. So, all right. I'm going to get off my soapbox and stuff. <laughs> I feel like that's all I've done tonight. Okay. Honestly, me, my husband and I, when we were watching it, we just kind of started mystery science theatering it because yeah, it was just such quick editing and just we were, I don't know why, but I was just being more nitpicky than anything. Even when, when the, the, the Yang, what was the, 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 the ancient, yeah. Guy when he comes when he gets lifted out of there and they're like oh you know that that been there forever my husband goes oh. my husband goes oh look it's Echo this is now a Bad Batch episode wow <laughs> like, oh no save him <laughs> <laughs> wow we went there we <laughs> it's went true there. it's true it's like that's where he's been they just locked him up okay, okay. so now we're gonna have a re- is it now a rescue mission but yeah. uh, like, Like I said, I I just feel like this episode might have been written a lot more expansively and that it just got, we got the little truncated part where my whiplash just coming, going back and forth and wondering, did I miss something? Because honestly, there was one part where I'm like, wait, because I remember I went to the kitchen, came back in, and then that's when Dan and his friend were upside down. And I'm like, wait, did they actually swim? Because I know I did not leave that long. He's like, yeah, they swam there. Can't you see all the water dripping off them? I'm like... (laughs) What? Wait, what? We, did, we did see them actually get on board. You saw them get on the boat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah. They didn't edit that part out. Like, you know. <laughs> okay, so I didn't miss something. I think they don't. They don't seem to understand that the way to tighten up a story is 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 to throw out subplots. You don't just yes. truncate them into little tiny scenes and stick them together. You throw out what you don't really need, so you can make a more cohesive story. And this has happened a lot in, in Chibnall's era. And um, yeah, I'm not, I'm sorry, Chris, but I'm not sorry to see you go. <laughs> I'm sorry to see Jody go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right. Should we rate this now? One out of five TARDISes, one being the worst, five being the best. And, you know, we've had enough final thoughts, so we're just going to jump into the ratings right now. Um, before we do, any comments on Facebook, Mike? Most of the comments seem to be agreeing that this is a, uh, you know, I think at best it's a decent episode. I think most people are saying it's enjoyable, but not, you know, they're, they're finding a lot of things wrong with it as well. Um, and uh, it's unfortunate. And uh, so... So, yeah, I think it's the general consensus seems to be there. I haven't, you know, if there's certainly anybody out there that that is really loving this episode, um, please don't feel free, you know, don't let us stop you. I mean, if you enjoyed the heck out of this, then good for you. Um, it, yeah, it's just not, I wanted better, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and rate this one. And I'm going to pick Charles to go first. Uh, I'll go three. I thought it was fine. Okay. It was sort of fun Sunday afternoon watch, but, you know, didn't blow blow me away. Will you own the DVD of it? 
I'll own the DVD of everything. That's not a good judge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about things on DVD. Seventeen hundred DVD Blu-rays. No, that's, okay. we're not a good judge on okay. this. Okay. <laughs> I asked the wrong person then. Okay, got it. Yes. Okay, Veronica, what about you? Three. Three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I consider two and a half, but I I gave it a little extra. Okay. Mel. I'm giving it extra with two. <laughs> Wow. I'm, this is not an episode where I would recommend it to a new Whovian. It's no. not an episode that I'd recommend to somebody who's who's a history buff or, or you know, knows Madam Ching and thinks, oh, we're going to get something like a very, you know, similar like um, a treatment like Tesla episode where you're going to have a little bit or or the the Vila Dilodati. Dilodati. Right. It, not like that one. That so one. I can't <laughs> say that this is going to be like it so I, i'd give it i give it a two i will try to rewatch it just to kind of see if there's anything else that I, would, I would like about it but that actually was my next yeah. question is if you would rewatch this if it's on i'm not gonna seek it out okay no totally fair Sorry. no no that's cool all right mary follow that one <laughs> yeah i think i'm gonna give it a three and i mostly on jody's performance because she was again fantastic the story doesn't hold up but stories never do in this era and I feel like I'm always grading on a sliding scale now because if you look at it in the range of Chris Chibnall's stories then it actually might even be one of the better ones but that's not saying a lot (laughs) unfortunately I was thinking about this the other day that you know when when RT, I hate to compare, but when RTD and Moffat were showrunners, there's there's not that they did mess up, they did sometimes, but there are episodes there that that just haunt me, <laughs> that I just can always go back to. That there's just something about them that stays with me, and there I don't think there's anything in the Chibnall era. Maybe Rosa, but he didn't write that. <laughs> um, that that that's gonna stay with me. I don't think I'm gonna seek out much of anything. To watch, to rewatch, and that makes me sad because Jody is excellent. Jody's amazing. Okay, Mr. Mike. Same thing to think about when we finally do our overview of this era, um, for sure. Because uh, I'm probably along with you in that regard. Um, uh, looking at it as a yeah, looking at it as a Doctor Who story, I've already said it's it's middle of the road. It's two and a half, three for me. Um, I will say. Uh, because I am interested in uh, Mistress Ching and her character uh, as a figure, historical figure, I wish that she, her story was told at some point, like through film and television, she, her, her full story isn't really told. uh, And I think it it would make an excellent story uh, depiction. I think she's depicted well in this. I can't complain better than I think, uh, because her character is also in Pirates of the Caribbean at the world's end. I think this is a better depiction of her than that. Um, yeah. But um, uh, so as if you're a fan of that character, um, this is probably not a bad watch for you because she's treated pretty well, I think. Um, and I do want to find out more about her. So like most of the uh, Doctor Who six historicals, mission accomplished there. Um, but apart from just standalone and, and being, you know, one that I'm going to want to watch over and over again, this one, it's not even the best pirate doctor who won. like, you know, like <laughs> I would watch uh curse of the black spot over this one. 
Well, you oh, might wow. just get your wish in a couple of weeks, Mike. So there you go. <laughs> oh, spoilers! Sorry. <laughs> so yes, um, it should be said that I love Doctor Who before I give my rating because. <laughs> you know, Ooh! Did oh, no. my rating just elevate by not being the lowest? No, no, you're still the oh. lowest. Okay, cool. But I am going to give a two and a half. Oh, okay, not by much. And not by much. Um, I will never go b- below a two. I'm going to hold off before I say that fully. But, <laughs> but um, I love Doctor Who. I love Jody as the Doctor, like I said. But even Jody couldn't save this one. And the editing was horrible. The story was wretched. And the whole scene between Jody and the doctor, Jody's doctor and Yaz on the beach was just forced. And I was hoping for more. I love how they brought up the, how the doctor said my wife. And I love, you know, talking about, you know, how I can't get close to people. And I, I enjoyed that part. I really, really did. And I wanted to love that scene. But it felt like, let's just stick it in there and shove it down your throat. And that's what it felt like. It's also really horrible, too, Shane. She's like, I can't get close to people. Oh, by the way, did I mention I was married once? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, so you <laughs> can? That was a different man then. I like that. But I was a different man then. Yeah, and yeah that, was, that was kind of Okay. Just to make it clear, you're the one I can't get close to. <laughs> exactly. You're the one who has commitment issues, dude. Come on. And But it's interesting, too, because technically the doctor's been married twice. So, you know, because Susan, the supposed granddaughter, and then um, River Song, of course. And I still want to see River come back. But it would be... I, don't... I want that. I want Jody to be when River mentions your worst, you know, the, the wife she had. Yeah. I would love it for that to be Jody. Exactly. Exactly. And I thought, I think that would have been awesome. I want a River and, and Madam Ching story. Oh, that would be, that would be awesome. amazing. That would be an amazing crossover. <laughs> That's and what Vastra. I want. Vastra well, and Jenny, too. Yeah. And the, yes. Come on, Big Finish. Make that happen. Come on. That's the one. We still want to hear. Well, you know what? I would excuse the theme for that story. Okay. Yeah, you can, there you you can fast forward through that. <laughs> okay, so we've talked about the episode. Let's get to the trailer. Hang on, hang on just a second. Whoop, First, whoop, uh, whoop, just, whoop. Uh, just, I uh, just wanted to let you know that. Okay, so uh, Matt says it's better than Matt Smith's pirate episode, at least. So we disagree on that, but no, that's fair. disagree. Uh, Barbara says uh, I can watch it again, so it's okay. Better would be nice. Um, and Steve Fowler says it was nice to see the Doctor in another sword fight. Although no repercussions for Dan dispatching a bunch of sea devils. The doctor no, Dan. That. Mm-hmm. that was a lot of killing in this one. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, the enjoyable is about as good as it gets as far as, <laughs> as far as the <laughs> audience here. So, Oh, I thought it was cold. Like when uh, Ji-Hun totally st- stabbed the one sea devil that was laying, you know, the leader. Oh, yeah. 
And it was just like, and the doctor was like, what did he do? You know, after Dan had already killed all those other ones. Right. Did she yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. What, what the other dozen bodies on the ground? Oh, we're going to ignore those? <laughs> yeah, exactly. She, she totally had, ignored had, the village full of dead people also. At least he had cause. I mean. No, know. he did. You know, <laughs> keep me in I a box for how many years? Come on. Exactly. I'm like, you know, take my ship and then keep me in a box for a hundred years. Yeah, I'm, I'm killing you. Mm, exactly. So. All right. Trailer time, folks. <laughs> this is the best part of this episode. <laughs> yeah. yes. yes. I give that five stars, truthfully. Yes. But, but it's the only time were... I'm going to give it five stars because I know when I watch it, I will not be good. <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday, when I, uh, what I actually said to Mike Faber is that we're going to find it difficult to talk about this episode when everybody wants to talk about the trailer. Yes. <laughs> that's all that's all we really want to talk about and so yes i i know all of us have been looking forward to this i've i've watched that damn. trailer like four times already it was like oh, the trailer is awesome yes and but but also you know like you were saying uh i mean it's chibnall's last go right mm-hmm. yeah. so you can pretty it up by putting a bunch of guest stars in it i guess <laughs> You could put casting. put a lipstick on a pig. What? I don't <laughs> care. Fits. I just want to see Ace again. Yes. You got to see yes. Ace. You got to see Tegan. Tegan. And you also have um, what's her name, the head of unit. Um, what's her name, Kate? Kate Stewart. Kate. Sorry, I had a <laughs> brain fart. Stewart. <laughs> That's right. So you had Kate Stewart. You and you know you're probably going to get a lot more that we haven't even seen you have the master oh, yeah. you have the daleks you have the the cybermen including that one guy from the uh, the gallifrey story and it was just like yeah and yeah. and so and you know who i thought was turned into a little action figure so it's interesting to see him back he was turned back yeah of, of course it was just a flesh he got, wound he, he got better <laughs> Exactly. So, and it was interesting to see. Also, of course, um, get some of the folks from Flux back too. Mm -hmm. Oh, Vinder is back. Vinder, you got to see Vinder, and of course, you get the Master, and which I would have been shocked if they wouldn't have done that. Yeah. And anything because, you know, I I have theories, and you know, I'm already loving how articles are coming out that Chibnall's already saying. Uh, RTD is going to pretty much ignore everything I've done. I think we all are. Done. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all gonna. We're already there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Most of us are already trying to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but it's just it's just interesting. I I clapped when I saw Ace, and it was just like I was like, it's Ace, and it was just like it was cool. Oh, no claps for Tegan. No. I didn't even recognize <laughs> Tegan. Yeah, I I, 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 I was like, man, she looks familiar because I think. You know, we. I think the last time I saw her at a convention, she looked. You know, she looked just the same. You know, a few years ago, but not used to seeing her armed. <laughs> but yeah, Ace was was awesome. Before I, I was still trying to figure out who Tegan was because when I saw her, I was like, I recognize her. Who is that? And then Ace is there, and I'm like, Oh my god, that's awesome! Forget about anything else that's come before this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's been four decades since I've seen her. Well, it's been three for me. It's like whoopee, you know. <laughs> Exactly. And it, it was interesting. You know, I would have loved to have seen maybe even Joe Grant or, you know, something. Yeah. 
which would have been awesome to see Katie Manning back. And wow, Joe's been getting or a lot of love. I've Susan. Heard, I've heard other people saying like, "Where's Susan. Joe? Where's Joe? Where's Joe?" I'm like, "Wow, she's got a like a fan base that's going rabid." But then again, I would have loved to seen Captain Jack, you know, in there too, or you know, or even dare I say it, you know, some of the Torchwood gang that are still around would have been kind of cool, you know, but. My uh, God, how much do you think that they're going like, like, to be like a five-hour episode? Like, it's going to be. This was your life. Everybody's on screen for like out. 60 seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a parade of, of, of characters. Well, you know they're going to have Graham somewhere in there. They're probably going to have Ryan somewhere in there. You know, you know, even during the regeneration or something, you know. Doctor. Doctor, she can, go, yeah. she can go around and visit all her old companions, like in the end of time. Exactly. Yes, yes. and we, I want to see Grace as the frog. <laughs> really give me a deep cut. Wow. Yeah, about that. I like that episode. I do too. Yeah. I, I, I liked. I'm on Team Frog. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, and there's a, the odds are you're probably going to also see the Renegade Doctor somewhere in there too. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, I hope so. Joe Grant, you know, uh, Joe Martin, sorry. Um would have been it would have been it's you know, you're going to see stuff like that in there. So it's I'm going to be very curious to see what they do with this. Uh you know, people are pointing out, you know, pictures <laughs> of the uh of I think it's um Dan in the spacesuit but holding the helmet yeah. with the it was shattered like a gunshot or something. Mm-hmm. Dead center in it. And so it's like, oh, don't say they're going to have, like, a sniper take out the doctor. And that's how she regenerates. And it's like, please don't. No. Our, uh, our good friend Mark said, basically, Doctor Who, no way home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with with constant audio uh, audience pops. You know what? It'd probably be the most popular episode that Chibnall's done. <laughs> but it has to be longer than 40, 47 minutes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wow, my. Feature length episode. So, you know, 49 minutes. <laughs> like, oh. Well, those two minutes will be the bonus material on BBC America's second <laughs> That'll be the special edition. Right. Stay <laughs> tuned for a special scene. <laughs> wow, I missed three cameos in two minutes. <laughs> uh, bus that goes by, and you have to look in the windows. <laughs> Who's in the bus? So we kind of oh, wait. That's where that Graham's was, driving, right? We kind of knew this was going to be a big deal. Obviously, it's a celebration. It's her last episode. It's a regeneration episode. It's an, an anniversary episode, so it's going to have all that stuff. Uh, we've heard many rumors about other people appearing, uh, whether it's uh, other companions or doctors or whatever. Um, this sounds like a mess to me, but it could be a good kind of mess, kind of like um, The Five Doctors. The Five Doctors is a mess, but it's fun, right, because of yeah. all the cameos and seeing all these characters again. That's kind of what I'm expecting out of this. It's going to be a, a typical Chibno mess, but it's going to be fun because there's going to be a lot of like cameos and, and cool appearances. Yeah, very much so. But also remember, folks, this is not the 60th anniversary special. That's still no. to come. No, no, yeah. that's in 2023. Yep. yep. So this is, this is the 100th anniversary for BBC. So there's a lot of pressure on him for this one, too. So I'll be very curious to see what they end up doing. So I'm going to look Do forward you, to it. But- 
Mike, I, I think you've already sort of suggested, though. I mean, you think you think this is this whole timeless child story is going to be finally uh, ended, right? I hope to God, yes. <laughs> God, I hope so. You know, come on. I would count on it. <laughs> He's destroyed half the universe, over half the universe. Um, half the beings on Earth were destroyed. You know, dude, there has to be some kind of, you know, I don't want to say reset button, but, you know, there has to be a MacGuffin somewhere or something like that. He also introduced the, well, I mean, sort of formally introduced the idea of a multiverse here. Yes. In, in the Flux storyline as well. So yeah. uh, Mark's probably not too far off when he says it's going to be like No Way Home, right? Because there could be, you know, some multiverse things happening. Yeah, it could be. Well, one of the scenes that kind of tipped me off with that a little bit is you see the master in two different forms in this. Mm-hmm. Same actor, but two different yep. forms. Right. Mm-hmm. So what's with that? And so I'll be very curious, you know, what they're going to do. You know, yeah, would I love to see Michelle Gomez as Missy? Yes! But, you know, Mm -hmm. that's not going to happen. But, you know, you got to see two versions of it. So there's some interesting things going on. And they left so much, so many plot holes from Flux that have yet to be answered. They're not going to be answered. No. (laughs) They're just going to ignore it. the the centenary special is going to have more plot holes. It's not going to make any sense. But yeah. like like Mike said, hopefully it's just going to be a fun ride, and I'm I'll be happy with that. Yes. Do you do you think that we'll actually see the new? Well, do you think we'll see the new Doctor? And do yes. you think yes. that person will be revealed before, like between now and then? BBC yes. officially has said that um, the new actor is going to be announced within the next month. Oh, okay. So and and, and it was officially announced by the Beeb. It's not you know rumor or anything. So you know probably the day this goes live, you know for Earth Station Who <laughs> the podcast right. will be the day they announce the, who the new Doctor is. Did you say by the Beeb? Yes, I said by yeah. the Beeb. Why? It's the Beeb. It's the Beeb. Excuse me, because he's That's a what it's called. fan. Because I'm a hipster. No, <laughs> no, I, I okay. So maybe it's just. My age, but when you said the Beeb, I went to Bieber. No, no. Oh, no. No, I never no. once thought no. that. No. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. You're not that young. No. I'm, I'm not that young, but I was like, <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> so Charles is going to be sleeping on the couch tonight. So, I was like, <laughs> so that's awesome. But yeah, um, and the other thing, um, actually, Russell T. Davies has already come out and said he wants to try to get it back that Doctor Who comes out once is on once a year, you know, in the spring like it used to be when he was oh, running the show. Yes. And because he oh, wants please. to make he wants to make it more consistent. And he says that's mm-hmm. been part of the problem with Doctor Who is yeah. that the series, you know, has been too scattered. You know, you can't go two years between seasons. We talked about this um, last night mm-hmm. on Earth Station One about the, uh, you know, Fantastic Beasts. It was three and a half years since the last ep- movie came out. Way too long for it to do a sequel. And especially if it's a direct storyline. And Doctor Who's been running into that. Exactly. You know, it's been too uh, inconsistent. And yeah, you have a holiday special but each year, but that's it. You know, sometimes it's, you know, you're going almost like 18 months between seasons. 
and mm-hmm. you're going to lose fan base. And the way to build fa- fan base is consistency. And, yeah, and I'm sure and I, I mean, I'm, I'm also sure he's uh, tasked with building a a franchise universe too. So oh, not only are we going to get new Doctor Who, we might get you know maybe not Doctor Who stories, but we may get Doctor Who universe stories every year. Yeah, the DWU. I'd be I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. If it's a good if it's a good spinoff, sure. Yeah. I mean, his initial run, he was he was Torchwood, and he kept trying to. Build, I mean, in class, but I mean, he he was trying. But he to, did to Sarah Jane building. also, and yeah. yes, and he's in Sarah Jane. Yeah, so I'm sure he's he. That's part of the reason why he's back as well to to bring oh, yeah. part of that into it as well. So I mean, it's good things to come. Hopefully, uh, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to this too. I mean, it's it's Jody's last party so i'm you know i'm excited for her mm-hmm. oh very much I so hope, i hope with all the razzle dazzle of all the other companions and everything else than that all the other nonsense that's going on i hope she has some moments too because it's it's her last outing so please mm-hmm. let her have some moments mm-hmm. yes very much so so i'm looking forward to seeing six months from now <laughs> that we're gonna get new doctor who it'll be here before we know Oh, I know it will. We have so much to talk about. You know, there's so much that we have planned. So, we, you know, don't worry, folks. We're going to be around. Uh, we'll be coming back again in two weeks, as always. But before we end this show, I want to dedicate this episode to Elizabeth Slayton, actually. Today is, of this recording, is the 19th of April. And Elizabeth Slayton passed away on April 19th, 2011. So, you know, I think it's wow. kind of apropos that we're here and, you know, and years ago. My goodness. I know it's shocking how long, you know, it just feels like yesterday, but I, you know, yeah. I say that a lot of things as I get older too. So, you know, so it's, it's crazy. And, you know, you know, she's still to this day, my favorite companion. And I think she's every, a lot of people's favorite companion, especially she's those mine. who watched the old series you know, were introduced to her back then. But then you have people now who grew up with the Sarah Jane adventures and everything that mm-hmm. are, and so, you know, to them, same thing. So it's pretty cool. So, you know, thank you for everything you did, Sarah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So awesome folks. This is going to wrap up the episode. Any last words or thoughts on Facebook, my friend? Uh, well, again, we've got about you know half a dozen people still with us, so thank hey. you for that. Thanks for thank sticking you. around. Uh, you know, a lot of people looking forward to the new one, and a lot of uh, fun ideas about uh, what uh, what could happen, uh, who could pop up. So that's uh, fun to hear. But um, yeah, and some some uh, uh, emotional uh, thoughts about uh, Elizabeth Slayton as well. That's cool. Yeah. See, you have good taste, folks. What can you say? So thank you guys, everybody on Facebook who's been paying attention to us, everyone at home who's been listening to us. And like we said at the beginning of the show, if this is your first episode, welcome, welcome. We are so happy to see you guys. So we are going to be back again in two weeks. And, folks, we're not doing another Sea Devil story, I promise. No. <laughs> There's no more to do. We better. There, I know. We've gone all three. <laughs> So we thought it'd be kind of cool. Um, last year, we actually reviewed the first Ninth Doctor Big Finish Adventure. 
So we are going to, this time, look at the second one. We are doing Respond to All Calls. It's the second storyline of the Night Doctor Adventures on Big Finish. So should be a ton of fun. So until then, let's thank everyone for being here. Of course, Earth Station Trek, Monkeying Around Podcast, Felt Nerdy Folks, Charles and Veronica, thank you guys so, so much for being here tonight. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Anything you want to promote? All of that stuff you just mentioned. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Earth Station Trek and um, is a podcast we do regularly. It's here on the ESO Network. We talk about Star Trek. Um, Monkeying Around is our new podcast. We talk about the monkeys. And, of course, we are we don't have an upcoming show right now for Felt Nerdy. We just finished our bur- first burlesque show. So we've started doing a little bit of uh, burlesque and drag shows. We bring the puppets. We let them handle the burlesque and drag. I was going to say, you know. <laughs> Dragon Con. Yeah. We'll be, we'll, we'll, we'll be at Dragon Con. Yeah. Yes. We'll be our next show. Yay, Dragon Con. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, there's no more Hulanta for you guys to go to, sadly mm-hmm. enough. That's true. So, because I think that's where we met you guys originally, I think. I, I Not originally. Originally, I met you guys at Farragut Fest. Oh, that's right. That's true. Long ago. Long, I long. miss Farragut Fest. Me too. Oh, wow. Yes. It was the coolest thing to w- open your eyes and you're on in the hallway of the Enterprise. It was just like, <gasps> yes, <laughs> so cool. Yes. Yes. All right. Thank you guys so, so much for being in and helping you. out tonight. And of course, Melanie, thank you. Well, thank you. I always love coming on here and chit chatting about one of my favorite shows. Well, we always know, you know, it's always good. We can count on you. <laughs> you're awesome. Any, do you have any shows coming up or, you know, anything you want to promote? Um, just uh, the next show will be next month will be MegaCon in Orlando. Um, that will coincide with The Legend of the Traveling Tardis's fifth, or 10 years on Facebook. Yes. And so we're going to be doing hopefully something a little special for at least one. Of the I think it's the Thursday is the actual date. But other than that, I'll be there, you know, hawking my wares and talking Doctor Who and talking star wars mm-hmm. being a geek in other words it's being a, it's, a geek in general exactly it's perfect and where can people exactly. find find you find your stuff uh you can find me on pieces of melee on roll.com on the instagrams on the facebook's on the twitters or on the etsy's so all anything on the internet's pieces of melee perfect perfect and let's thank our regulars of course ms mary ogle thank you as always Oh, thank you for having me. I love talking to you guys about Doctor Who. Anything you want to promote? You can find me at maryogle.com or on Etsy at eVision Arts. Excellent. And, of course, Mr. Mike Gordon, we made it through another one, my friend. We did, and as always, it's my pleasure. We have a new Dragon Con report coming up very soon, don't we? We have a new Dragon Con Yay. report coming up because we've done three of those already, so it's time for uh, our April one and... Uh, yeah, we're going to be doing that on the uh, uh, the week after the town meeting. So we'll uh, have a lot of news, hopefully, and stuff, other stuff, fun stuff to talk about. Um, and of course, you know the main the main show, Earth Station One. It's always fun to 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 hang out and chat about whatever. We've done some really great episodes lately. Yes, we have. Not not the, not, not lately. But, I think through the whole series, we've well, done some you know, great episodes. We were coasting for a while. Come on, <laughs> yeah. In the in the in the, in the in between episode two fifty and what three forty five, we coasted. I would say probably between two fifty and like six hundred four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
wait. Those were the episodes when you started hosting the main. Oh, God. Never mind. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, perfect. But, yes, um, this, la- this last week we actually reviewed The Secrets of Dumbledore. Um, that's available now when you guys – this goes live onto the podcast. And then next week we are going to be talking about our favorite road trip music. Should be a ton of fun to do. It's always fun when you can talk about some of your favorite songs and everything. So it should be awesome. You could find all of that as part of the ESO network, or you could find us, you know, wherever fine podcasts are found. Look up our station who. We're there with them. So just look for good podcasts and say, what's a good Doctor Who podcast? All right. Oh, there's our station who. Okay. We're there. So it's perfect. So definitely we'd love to hear from you guys. Or feedback at ourstationwho.com. Always, you know, write us, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, the usual. And of course, you know, this might be the second to last new Doctor Who for 2022, but we'll be with you the whole time. So don't worry about that. Until next time, my name is Mike Faber. We will see you here next time on Earth Station Who. Peace, and we are done. Boom. You have been listening to Earth Station Who, a bi-weekly pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from across the universe. All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individual and are used for entertainment value alone. You can subscribe to our podcast up on iTunes, Stitcher, or follow our blog at www.esopodcast.com. You can also follow us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. If you enjoyed the show, please leave feedback up on iTunes. are back. Fans are ready. Hear all about it on The Con Guy Show, where we keep you up to date on all the events, the movies, the people, and the conventions that drive your passions and feed your fandom. Straight from the nerdy heart of Hollywood, California, we are proud members of the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.